What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? I am your host, the coldest player in the game, Lord Iceman, and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Sports. Let's Talk Sports. Let's Talk Sports. So we're going to talk sports entertainment, AEW wrestling. That's right. For all of you who know the story, now it is true. Phil Brooks, a.k.a. CM Punk, has been let go from AEW. He has been fired. Today I had to make one of the toughest decisions of my professional career. Today I terminated Phil Brooks, CM Punk, for cause. This stems from a backstage incident at AEW All In last Sunday. The incident was regrettable and it endangered people backstage. That includes the production staff, the people who helped put the show on every week, innocent people who had nothing to do with it. I've been going to wrestling shows for over 30 years. I've been producing them on this network for nearly four years. Never in all that time have I ever felt until last Sunday that my security, my safety, my life was in danger at a wrestling show. I don't think anybody should feel that way at work. I don't think the people I work with should feel that way. And I had to make a very difficult choice today. It came at the recommendation of a discipline committee here in AEW, as well as outside legal counsel who delivered a unanimous recommendation. And I have followed up on that recommendation. I'm sorry to any fans who are upset by this. I'm sorry to anyone who's upset by this. Now, this has been a long running thing in regards to AEW, and I'm going to try to take you down this timeline as best as humanly possible, but I'm going to go from the end and work my way back. All in event was held in London. It is a pay-per-view event, and it's considered basically their, their version of, of WrestleMania. It's their pinnacle event or whatnot. Um, it's the largest that they have ever had. Shout outs to AEW for that accomplishment. Um, well, while this uh, event was active, uh, there was a scuffle, there was a brouhaha that went down between CM Punk uh, and Jungle Boy, aka Jack Perry. Uh, and this was the cause of CM Punk being, well this wasn't the cause, this is the final straw of CM Punk tenure in AEW. Um, to those who don't know, Jack Perry has been suspended also indefinitely, but he'll be back. Um, and I'll explain what's going on with that. So what happened is that uh, after Jack Perry's uh, match, uh, Jack Perry came into the gorilla position. Now, there has been seven different stories that were put out in regards to what truly transpired after the match. Out of the seven stories, five of them match what I'm telling you. So this is what I'm going with based upon the fact that, hey, we got so many uh, uh, stories going on other than coming directly from CM Punk, other than coming from Tony Khan directly, which you're not going to get that from Tony Khan directly due to uh, uh, his position and having to be concerned about, you know, uh, uh, legal matters and stuff like that. You're not going to get it from like that. Um, the stories that are the closest are that Jack Perry uh, gave CM Punk a pretty much a stare down after walking through the gorilla position. Now, for those who don't know, CM Punk also has a producer role with Collision. So the 
wrestlers who are on the collision show who wrestle on the collision show you know what I'm saying he's a he works as a producer for that show so any matches that come from there you know what I'm saying he oversees so to speak so Jack Perry comes and he stares down uh, uh, CM Punk one of the producers steps over to Perry uh, and asks him you know is there a problem Punk notices that Perry is staring him down because uh, he's looking at the replays and the, up, and the upcoming match or whatnot, or the match that's active at the time. Um, and he looks at Perry <clears throat> and he asks him if, if there's a problem. And then they begin to walk towards one another to the point that they are nose to nose. He asks him again if he has a problem. CM Punk does ask Jack Perry if he has a problem. And apparently this is where the story starts to get muffled because you will read that some are saying that CM Punk put his hands on Jack Perry first and that he pushed him. Well, that's not necessarily true. Out of the five stories that I've seen, the five stories all state that Jack Perry basically gave him like pretty much if you're from the hood, if you, if you know what a shoulder shrug is. They were face to face, nose to nose to the point where they were almost you know able to touch i don't think that that's necessarily true because jack perry is shorter than punk so i think that they were close enough where perry basically put that shoulder in his chest and us in the hood we know what that means that means it's, it's like a shove it's like what, what you gonna do put your hands up that type of thing so he did that which caused cm punk to then push him after that is where perry we don't know for sure if perry attempts to swing on him if he attempts to lunge at him in terms of grabbing him or whatever the case may be but he does respond and in his respond in his response i'm sorry uh cm punk retaliates he yokes him out puts him in a chokehold gets ready to put him to sleep like i said people know you know cm punk does have a legit martial arts background begins to put him to sleep so people run over to break the situation up dumbass tony khan tries to break it up tony khan you are a business owner you are you're a management you're not supposed to get involved in these things you have wrestlers for this you have security for this you even have people who are producers that are former wrestlers current wrestlers you know what i'm saying you also have uh, uh, uh referees who are trying to be wrestlers or former wrestlers they are to break these things up not you you're not supposed to be involved in these things so when you hear a story that uh tony khan was lunged at or whatever the case may be by cm punk anybody who's ever been in a fight before anybody who's ever had that adrenaline rush before if you've ever been in a a team setting where you play football basketball things of that nature and there's there's a, a a fight or a little scuffle that breaks out or whatever what happens that adrenaline is flowing and whatnot and get going and people get hands on one another and then people get involved to break it up and what happens is those people who are amped up ramped up and ready to go when they're being pushed pulled grabbed upon by most people they're trying to break away and even though you may think that you're doing a solid by trying to break things up, you're in the way. So there's a strong possibility that you are going to get hit. You're going to get pushed. There's a strong possibility that something's going to happen to you in a physical sense because you're involved in 
this scuffle. Tony Khan is upper management. He ain't supposed to be involved in none of this shit. He ain't even supposed to be around that shit. That's what you pay these other fuckers for. My podcast is going to be about this situation. But it's going to be about the core problems that AEW has um, that are unresolved, which led to this particular situation that led to the the firing of CM Punk. So the scuffle ends or whatnot. Tony gets himself involved, possibly gets pushed in the midst of this situation or whatever. But Tony also goes to have a one-on-one with CM Punk in an office somewhere. And people say that Tony came out of that office in sheer utter shock. Uh, that he looked like, you know, uh, he had just uh, whiffed the, 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 the lightning in front of his face, so to speak. Like he had just had a, a brush uh, with death or something like that and uh that's where the stories come from that apparently he you know tried to cause bodily harm to uh tony khan the reason why i don't believe this to be true is because if they were in the office and no one was in there there would be no trying to you know cause bodily harm to tony khan he would have been able to do it get away with it and nobody would have known other than you know when he exited the office but CM Punk possibly lunging at Tony Khan in the midst of that situation. It makes all the more sense in the world because that happens. That fucking happens. So let me dial it back a little bit because what a lot of you all who are uh, talking about this a lot, I noticed this on social media because I got onto social media on Sunday to see a lot of this negativity. Um, one of my associates, uh, executioner Pickney, uh, Desmond on Facebook. Um, uh, he's somewhat of a wrestling fan and I saw a fair amount of the guys posting on his wall, um, about this, but I noticed that they were speaking more from their feelings rather than the facts. And I've seen plenty of the memes and stuff, and that's the internet. That's just going to happen. But I noticed that when it comes to to the CM Punk thing, they just love to see the man's downfall. They don't necessarily care uh, about him or or the situation in its entirety. They just want to see him fail. And I noticed this about cause and effect. People hate the responses to things, but they never like to acknowledge what caused people to respond to the things the way they did. I noticed this in football uh, with Terrell Owens. I noticed this uh, being a Detroit Piston fan with Zeke, AKA Isaiah Thomas. Um, those guys are considered overly emotional or whatever because of how they respond responded to things. Zeke, how he responded to being uh, snubbed by the Olympics and also uh, the bad boy Pistons in terms of creating the Jordan rules. Terrell Owens being labeled a, a, a nuisance or a, a locker room threat um, because of his greatness, really, just because of his greatness and the fact that he will call out bullshit. And CM Punk, pretty much both of those things. CM Punk has had a negative stigma centered around him since uh, the, his WWE run 
And while he was in WWE, the things that he went through that he felt no one should have to go through. And he went against the machine. It's crazy because, you know, we came up in the era. We all listened to POD. We all listened to System of a Down, Rise Against the Machine, Rage Against the Machine, etc. Right. And, and we talk about, you know, going against these corporations, using and abusing us and taking advantage of us and things of that nature. And it's funny that you see somebody literally do that in their real life and you all get offended by it. You all say, oh, well, he's a, he's a six figure dude. He's a millionaire or a seven figure dude or whatever. Hey, why is he bitching, moaning and complaining? Well, as much as you all like to diss wrestling and and it's not real and whatever the case may be, these men are given these men and women are giving up their bodies 300 plus days a year. Not only are they injuring, getting themselves injured and, and things of that nature, they're traveling everywhere. They're not able to see their wives. They're not able to see their children. They're not able to see their husband because they're out entertaining you. And they just want to be treated fairly while out doing so. CM Punk was working in a very hostile work environment for absolutely no reason. Because there's right now to this day, nobody can truly explain why the elite had a problem with CM Punk coming into AEW from jump. Nobody can really explain why they had a beef with him. Other than the fact that he was CM Punk and he was the top star guy. That's it. Makes absolutely no sense. This was not just a situation that, that happened at all, all in, ladies and gentlemen, in London. This is a situation that took place well over a year ago that was unresolved. And that's why the core issues in the foundation at AEW is what pisses me off. And that is to be blamed on Tony Khan. And Tony Khan, this is also on you, because you can stop this. Because he does not conduct business well. He wants to be a friend. He wants to be cool with everybody. He wants to, oh yeah, these my buddies and stuff like that. He has not, he has not corrected any of these negative locker room issues, not just associated with CM Punk, but other people like Eddie Kingston, Miro. It doesn't make any sense. So let's go backwards. You say, Iceman, it didn't just happen at All In. No, it wasn't just this issue at All In with Jack Perry. Okay. The Jack Perry situation is a little bit deeper than that because Jack Perry uh, went into business for himself in regards to using real glass in his match, despite being told by four producers. Well, actually three producers and CM Punk. CM Punk is supposed to be a producer for a collision. For those who don't know, he is supposed to be. That was uh, an addition given to him in the rework contract coming back the second time after his suspension, right? But uh, apparently Jack Perry had gone to a couple of other people with this idea and they told him no, not to do so. Jack Perry did so in the, in the uh, match anyway. And then he looked into the camera live and said, it's real glass. Go home and cry about it. The problem is with CM Punk being the main producer for Collision, anybody blading or anybody getting cut or whatever the case may be, and they're not supposed to, it falls on him because he's the producer. So when you 
see people say, well, why, why, why do people think that that was a jab at CM Punk? Well, he basically told, you know what I'm saying, his boss, fuck you, what you going to do about it? I decided to do this. What you going to do about it? That's basically what he did. And he left it at his feet to have to have to, you know, smooth over with whomever if it needed to be smoothed over. It's also disrespectful because you were already told no multiple times. And apparently, based upon the stories, he was also told no by CM Punk. So if he was told no and then did it himself, that's what we mean by going into business for yourself. With that situation and them having their scuffle and things of that nature which i already went over okay let's go back a little bit prior to the event something that people are not telling you all about this event took place in london okay aew did not have cm punk properly set up to attend the event that's right he didn't have proper travel, not only flight, but the ability to get to the event. London is a very scary place for Americans, especially supposedly rich Americans. Some people believe that this whole thing was rigged to get rid of Punk. And Punk and his attitude played into the hands of the long game, so to speak. Because not only did AEW not have his travel set up for him to be able to get to and from this Jack Perry situation. Also, prior to that, there was supposed to be a meeting with the elite. There was supposed to be a meeting with the elite. Tony Khan supposedly set up this meeting for them to work out hash out whatever differences they had and the young bucks decided to no show so think about this ladies and gentlemen how is it that whether they are considered executive vice presidents or not any longer and we'll get into that a little later how is it your boss tells you okay i need you you know what i'm saying here you know what i'm saying to have this meeting and you tell the boss no and you suffer no consequences no repercussions for this i don't understand so they canceled the meeting and this is another reason why people feel that this was all the setup they canceled the meeting this meeting was supposed to take place i think two weeks prior to all in if not one week prior to to to, to hash out whatever uh, uh negativities they had and they no showed they decided not to come through i don't understand how they get away with that CM Punk, a week or so prior to that, cuts a promo and he mentions Hangman Page's name. Today, I went to a local supermarket and I figured out why they call him Hangman. It's because the pegs in the toy aisle are full of Hangman action figures because nobody wants to buy them. Oh! You, you son of a bitch! He's a peg warmer. Unlike me, who moves merchandise, and pops ratings, and sells toys. Yeah. 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 Everybody in the EW saying, I'm the 
your heart, I am your soul, I am your spirit. Well, that's objective. What is a fact is the people who say that certainly aren't the chin of AEW. Because if the lights go out faster, they would then what? GTS, go to sleep. I don't know what I'm trying to do. I got locked too. I told the house, house of black no chops and the chop me some very mad. <laughs> and this is an issue because people say oh well CM Punk went into business for himself well you gotta understand something here him saying what he said in that promo was due to the things that the elite had been doing and getting away with doing for these weeks leading up to that promo now mind you I give credit to Hangman Page because he didn't respond he didn't put anything out there to make CM Punk do this CM Punk was speaking from the previous but he was doing so to build up the story that was set up for he and Joe going into all in okay even prior to that going down the storyline just working my way backwards the punk i'm sorry the bucks <laughs> uh established more plant more seeds of envy in the backstage areas and they get eddie kingston riled up who has issues stemming from his run or his tenure in roh now apparently he has some issues with CM Punk there but they apparently were dead issues in the sense that they may not have been resolved or whatnot but they hadn't seen each other talk to each other you know any of that kind of stuff uh, 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 over the years so you know there was no no big deal until the 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 bucks got into his ear I am your karma punk I am the karma for everybody you ever ever disrespected Anybody you ever gave a headache to because the great CM Punk wasn't feeling it that day. Or the great CM Punk just didn't like you because you did something to piss him off. It is in your instinct, Phil, to be a manipulative, narcissistic, two-faced scumbag. I know that's your real nature. And that's why karma has brought me to you. I don't care about winning or losing when it comes to you. All I care about is beating you up. And making you pay. For all the years. You put people through. I am your karma, Phil. I'm gonna get you. And then I will allow you to change. And they put forth the storyline. for him to face off versus CM Punk. 
if you pay attention to the promos, you see the, the level of seriousness in their promos. But this also drove a wedge in the locker room because then Eddie Kingston felt like he was being used. He felt like, oh, they're they taking advantage of me. And Tony Khan does not assume his role as management, work out any Kingston's financial situation, his time that's on the show that apparently the executive vice presidents have control over. Now, prior to this, people would tell you that the main reason why there was an issue stems all the way back that there was an issue between CM Punk and uh and uh the Young Bucks stems all the way back to Colt Cabana and Colt Cabana's uh time on television as well as on the roster was snuffed out because of CM Punk the reason why I don't agree with this is because A, CM Punk didn't have pretty much nothing but a couple months in AEW at the time, right? Another thing is if they are the executive vice presidents, right? And they were controlling storylines and things of that nature. Uh, if that's the case, how was it that it was CM Punk's fault and not you all's fault? I, I don't understand how it's Punk's fault that you all decided that Coke Cabana wasn't a draw that he wasn't getting anything done on television or whatever the case may be and that his time needed to be brought down i don't understand how or why that became cm punk's fault now apparently that was supposed to be the foundation to the beef between and i don't want to say the elite because oh kenny omega only inherited their beef because they're his best friends hangman page inherited their beef which made him go into business for himself and cut that promo that he cut that eventually led to cm punk's uh, initial suspension i'm not exactly sure why you seem to be taking this so personally you're the champ for a reason you're hangman adam page you're possibly the toughest son of a bitch on this roster and you hold the gold for a reason there's a locker room full of people like me waiting in line to get their shot. This is just business to me. It's my title shot. This is not personal. I said three weeks ago exactly what I was going to do to you. I said I was going to destroy you. I said I was going to annihilate you, to embarrass you. And I did not mean at double or nothing. I meant right now. See, I've been waiting for this moment, not for weeks, but for months. I imagined myself maybe sitting up at the top of that ramp cross-legged. And I would pull out a lighter, and I would light a pipe bomb, and roll it right down to your feet, and watch it blow up in your face! How cathartic it would feel! How good it would feel! And how full circle for you, huh? Right here in Vegas. 
But now that we're here, now that we are here in this moment, I realize I, I can't do it. I can't do it. And not because I'm afraid I'd get fired when I go back through the curtain. And not because I'm afraid of you, that's for damn sure. But the more I thought about what I really wanted to say about you, the more I realized it's exactly what you would do. And I don't think fighting your hatred, your pettiness, your cowardice was more of the same. I just, I don't think it's the right thing to do. But I will tell you face to face, man to man, how I feel about you. I don't hate you. I almost pity you. And I have no respect for you and what you've done since you've gotten here. You want this AEW World Championship. You want it. I don't think you understand what it means to be a champion after all these years. I don't think you get it because it's not just about what happens in this ring. It's what happens when that red light turns off. What happens when you go back through the curtain, those small, quiet, moments when you think no one's watching that's what makes a champion you talk a big game about workers rights yeah well you've shown the exact opposite since you've gotten here I love this place. I care about this place. This is my home. And this Sunday at Double or Nothing, I will not, I will not be defending this championship against you. No, for the first time in my life, I will be defending all elite wrestling from you. Like I said, man, I don't know why you're so angry. I don't know why you're taking this personally. It makes me a little bit confused. You're kind of talking in circles and it's a big riddle, but if you're so upset that I'm here, you're gonna have to do something about it on Sunday. Win, lose, or draw. I respect you, Hangman, but remember, those roads you traveled to get here, they were paved by me. This house that you built, it was constructed with lumber from trees that I chopped down. The world you traveled to get here to create All Elite Wrestling happened because I gave you the blueprint. You will shake my hand Sunday. In fact, you know what, Hangman, you're gonna shake my hand right now. All your misplaced anger, you ain't mad at me, you're mad at myself, yourself. Shake my hand. The fact that he did what he did it was all based upon what the young bucks put out into the air and some people just follow like sheep and were not able to just tell them no this is not how it's supposed to be i don't think that aew does good business i don't think that their foundation that their core is in proper place 
for those who are AEW fans and they love to talk shit about uh, how poor WCW, TNA were run and things of that nature and they don't want to hear from the Jim Cornettes of the world, the Eric Bischoffs of the world, the Vince Russo's of the world, you do realize some of the major issues that WCW and TNA had stemmed from the exact same issues that's going on right now in AEW. Tony Khan want to be friends with people but don't want to actually conduct the business portion properly, right? That's exactly what happened with Eric Bischoff in, in WCW, right? Wasn't it Eric Bischoff and, 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 uh, and Warner that gave Hulk Hogan creative control? So he backed out of three major storylines and didn't want to give up the title? Wasn't it Eric Bischoff and them that gave wrestlers uh, booking power all because they oh well Kevin Sullivan was able to do it and you saw Kevin Sullivan when he did it was fucking people over because of his personal life because of what was going on in his personal life everybody knows you know what I'm saying Chris Mewal was banging his wife or former wife I, I can't remember if they were you know uh, 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 divorced at the time or not but Chris, ba Chris, Chris Benoit was with woman at that time and Kevin Sullivan was the booker and he was fucking him over in booking for that reason later on Kevin Nash becomes a booker and they say it's thanks to Eric Bischoff possibly and he books himself to go over Goldberg and people to this day think that that was stupid or that was bad or that was poor or whatever these sound like similar issues to AEW today do they not ladies and gentlemen Tony Khan there's enough blame to go around CM Punk should not be the only person to be blamed for what transpired leading up to this firing I think we need to live in reality in regards to these situations. I think that CM Punk had a target on his back when he came to WWE. I'm sorry, when he came to AEW from WWE because of the fact that a lot of the AEW guys that were being pushed had got pushed down the rung. I'm going to give y'all even more of a history lesson. And I think this is where Hangman Adam Page comes in with his negativity. If you all remember when CM Punk was coming in, Hangman Adam Page was coming off his hottest run. He had a year-long storyline built up against his friends and whatnot, overcoming his alcoholism and stuff like that, to become AEW champion. And he was victorious. But do you all also remember the buildup everybody loved? Everybody tuned in for the buildup. It made a lot of sense. They enjoyed it. The chase for the title was the shit. But when Hangman got the title, after his matches with Kenny Omega, and Kenny Omega went out with a shoulder injury a few months later, the fans went stale. They went dry on Hangman Page. His run with the title was dormant it wasn't exciting not at all and this is something i think that played a part in 
the 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 negativity towards CM Punk coming in. Now I know a fair amount of you all are going to say, "Well, Iceman, how do you how do you assume that?" Because there was plenty of other people that came in. This is true. John Moxley came in. Brian Danielson came in. Adam Cole came in. Christian came in, etc. Right. The catch is though. Prior to them coming in, the way AEW was being built up, uh, Cody Rhodes and those guys were lifting up a fair amount of the, the friends that they had made while traveling in the Indies, while, while being over in New Japan and stuff like that. Now, at that time, you had also a roster filled with a lot of guys trying to make a name for themselves but just like these other companies that you all claim to to you know uh, not have so much a uh, uh, respect for because of whatever outcomes and everything like that aew took the reins and started doing exactly following in the, the, their exact footsteps think about it John Moxley is not an AEW core guy. John Moxley is treated like an AEW core guy, like he was a born and bred AEW guy, all because of the feud with CM Punk. But John Moxley was brought in and he was catapulted to world title status almost immediately. Jericho was brought in to solidify their championship. Jericho was brought in to say, hey, man, y'all should you all should take us seriously. Their first legit title holder. They also brought in guys like Andrade as well. Malachi Black. Buddy Matthews. And during this time period. You weren't seeing a lot of the AEW originals being pushed towards the focal point title. You saw the transplants. You saw the WWE guys getting put over and put in that position. I think that the Young Bucks took offense to CM Punk specifically, specifically. A, because it was easy to do, but B, because, excuse me, with Hangman Page's uh, uh, title reign really just falling on deaf ears when you think about it, they aimed, they took their, their anger out towards him because it was easy to do. It was easy to do because the fans, you know, the negativity from WWE and stuff like that, because he was getting pushed towards the title, you know what I'm saying, pretty early on. I think that's where it actually stemmed from. But the catch is they were the executive vice president. So they were also writing in regards to the shows and things of that nature. The only other young star that was being pushed towards the title was MJF. How could I possibly be the best? Well, newsflash, I am the best. I'm the best in the world. Because I'm the only guy who makes you feel and unlike all those boys, I don't gotta do a bunch of bullshit to get you there. I 
am a generational talent and you people consistently take me for granted but it's not just you it's the big man in the back too here's something you guys can't take for granted here's something he doesn't want you to know do you guys know who the second biggest minute for minute draw is in this entire company nope you wish it's me it's me and if you don't believe me do me a favor ask stat boy tony in the back see what he's got to say but whatever you do don't ask him to reach into his pockets and pay the man who's been busting his ass for him since day one no 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 make sure he hoards all that money make sure he hoards all that money so he can give it to all the new ex wwe guys he keeps bringing in that can't lace my goddamn boots hey hey boss would you treat me better if i was an ex wwe guy see maybe you don't get it man Here's the problem with you, boss. You got a position of power in a wrestling company when the only position you should be assuming is behind the guardrail with all of them. I don't want to wait till 2024, but you don't listen to me. So allow me to make it a little bit easier for you. Tony, I want you to fire me. Tony, don't tell me down, you piece of shit. Shut your mouth. Look at me, Tony. Look at me. I want you to fire me. You fucking mark. Fire me. Fire me. All the other guys that had had gotten some some, you know, some some power under him, Lance Archer. If you remember, it looked like they had built Lance Archer that he was going to get the, the one of the television titles like the tnt title or something like that and then he was going to be pushed towards the world title real heavy it looked like they were going to do the same thing with wardlow after the split for mjf but it seems AEW has lost their way it seemed like they wanted to live off of the good names of these former indies and wwe stars in the end, ladies and gentlemen, it is the fans that suffer. It is the product that suffers from these poor decisions. I'm definitely mad in the sense that I'm up. I'm not mad. I'm upset that CM Punk was not able to take the high road um, because this is high school drama. Um, and if and it fucked up his comeback to AEW. I'm also upset with uh, Hangman Page who did the shoot on Punk over the Colt Cabana situation when Colt, when CM Punk had nothing to do with Colt Cabana being released, his TV time or any of that stuff. Mind you, if you know anything about Punk, Punk was fighting for Colt Cabana, you know what I'm saying, in WWE on the grandest stage of them all, the biggest company out there. He was fighting for him week after week, name dropping him the whole fucking nine. So their friendship breaking apart has more to do with, you know what I'm saying, Colt Cabana and and uh Colt Cabana trying to ride the wave of uh uh oh man let me hurry up and get CM Punk on you know what I'm saying so I can get people on some my little podcast and get them listening to the WWE drama and blah 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 and him not 
being man enough to also face the consequences for that. That's on him. You wanted that heat. You got to be prepared to take that heat. I'm upset with, with the elite. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, for all the issues that they caused surrounding the CM Punk. But also something that I failed to mention. Which is them stepping to him during the meteor scrum. Which is what made him go off and have that, that you know tangent after he won the title. A lot, of, a lot of Just say your name and your cool. Hi, uh, Nick House with Wrestling Inc. I'll uh, start, Nick. Um, show of hands. Who here fancies themselves as a journalist? You're a journalist, Nick? All right. I try my best. Okay. Um, um, no, real, real quick. Go ahead. Um, you still do improv? <laughs> no, not a little bit. No? No. When you did improv, who'd you do improv with? Uh, I did it with uh, uh, Scott Colton. Hmm. Okay, so you fancy yourself a journalist. Would you say you're friends with Scott Colton? Uh, no, I haven't talked to Scott in some time. So you're not friends with him? Uh, no, no, Scott and I do not see eye to eye. Oh, wow. Well, that makes two of us. My point is, if you fancy yourself a journalist, even if it's for the silly world of professional wrestling, and you have journalistic integrity, people who report things mostly that are bullshit and slanderous lies against myself, you are friends with somebody you blew my spot if you're not friends with them i apologize it's okay but you should probably disclose who you're friends with i'm not friends um, with you i haven't had scott. anything to do with scott colton in almost a decade probably wanted nothing to do with him even longer than that it's fucking unfortunate that i have to come up here and speak on this when i'm on my time and this is a fucking business uh why i'm a grown-ass adult man and i decide not to be friends with somebody is nobody else's fucking business but my friends if I fall backwards, will catch me. Scott Colton, I felt, never would have. My problem was, I wanted to bring a guy with me to the top that did not want to see me at the top, okay? You call it jealousy, you call it envy, whatever the fuck it is. My relationship with Scott Colton ended long before I paid all of his bills. I have every receipt, I have every invoice, I have every email. I have the email where he says, and I quote, I agree, to go our separate ways. I will get my own lawyer and you do not have to pay anymore. That's an email that I have. The only reason the public did not see is because when I finally had to counter sue him through discovery, we discovered he shared a bank account with his mother. That's a fact. And as soon as we discovered that fact and we subpoenaed old Marsha, he sent the email, oh, can we please drop all this? Now, it's 2022. I haven't been friends with this guy since at least 2014, late 2013. And the fact that I have to sit up here because we have irresponsible people who call themselves EVPs and couldn't fucking manage a target, and they spread lies and bullshit and, and put into a media that I got somebody fired when I have fuck all to do with him want nothing to do with him do not care where he works where he doesn't work where he eats where he sleeps and the fact that i have to get up here and do this in 2022 is fucking embarrassing and if y'all are at fault fuck you if you're not i apologize but what did i ever do in this world to go to deserve an empty-headed fucking dumb fuck like hangman adam page to go out on national television 
and fucking go into business for himself. For what? What did I do? Dave, what did I ever do? You tell me. Didn't do a goddamn thing. What's your name, sir? Dominic D'Angelo. Fuck the Pittsburgh Packers. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you I'm from Pittsburgh. <laughs> I made it really clear in Forbes, and I just want to make it clear again. Nick it's went- not his position to make it very fucking clear. There's people who call themselves EVPs that should have fucking known better. This shit was none of their business. I understand sticking up for your fucking friends. I fucking get it. I stuck up for that guy more than anybody. Okay? I paid his bills until I didn't, and it was my decision not to. Yeah, but I shouldn't have no commented when Nick first said it. It's my I, fault. And I if I hadn't, it's my that. fault. It's my I fault. appreciate it. I should have just I'm, taken a head on because you never but said But I'm trying anything. to run a fucking business, and when somebody who hasn't done a damn thing in this business jeopardizes the first million dollar house that this company has ever drawn, off of my back and goes on national television and does that, it's a disgrace to this industry, it's a disgrace to this company. Now, we're far beyond apologies, right? I gave him a fucking chance, it did not get handled, and you saw what I had to do, which is very regrettable, lowering myself to his fucking level. But that's where we're at right now. And I will still walk up and down this hallway and say, if you have a fucking problem with me, take it up with me, let's fucking go. Um, from John Moxley, you know, that was what made him go off because they stepped to him or whatever. Not in mind you, they were executive vice presidents at the time. They stepped to him like just regular old guys. And and in the end, Jack Perry instigates all of this stuff at all in because he's friends with them as well. And at the crust of it all, ultimately, Tony Khan does jack shit about this because he's not a strong enough leader he's a fanboy he did nothing to not only prevent this drama he did nothing to reconcile the situation he did no proper planning to ensure that whatever whatever the 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 young bucks had in store prior doesn't float over uh prior to to his suspension doesn't float over once he came back he just allowed these negative things to to continue I really feel that Tony Khan is at the core of these issues. That's why this company's in the damn shape it's in because of bullshit like this. Because like I said, it doesn't really derive from anything other than jealousy, other than envy. Doesn't make any sense. And Punk was just continuously disrespected throughout the and everybody just wants to say well look at how he handled it well i mean if you saw all of these things and you were involved in all of these things and these things were coming to you left and right you reach a boiling point you reach a breaking point you get to a point where you're like man enough of this shit and i pretty much believe that's what punk did same thing in wwe well not the same thing but similar in wwe the fact that this man was left he had to take a train and shit to get to your biggest your biggest event and he's your he's a top guy there he's a top draw and this man got to take a train and shit like that to the event because you all don't got his travel or his or his stay they he did they even have his hotel set up for him i do want to touch base on something else uh people are acting like this situation or a situation like these have never occurred before um one thing i can respect about wwe is is their structure their foundation has been in place for many years even when 
issues like this uh, transpire. Um, if you've never, if you've never heard of Vince having issues with the talent to the point that uh, there were arguments so so heavy that it possibly came to fisticuffs or whatnot, you know, I don't know how long you've been a fan. And I'm not saying that it is okay, but. And it's not just Vince McMahon either. It's had happened in WCW and whatnot before as well. But um, but mainly WWE because they're the pinnacle. You know, so everybody, you know what I'm saying, wants to be like, you know what I'm saying, the WWE. Um But uh we we all have heard the stories of uh, uh, issues with Macho Man, issues with issues with uh, Macho Man, issues uh, with Ultimate Warrior uh, issues with Hogan, we all know about the issues with Bret the Hitman Hart. Um, issues with Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold, Brock Lesnar. You know what I'm saying? And we also now know the outcomes of these situations. Uh, uh, we also know, you know, what I'm saying the 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 backstories of these situations now only two stories we never got to hear the opposite side you know what i'm saying like you know macho man passed away so we didn't really get to see oh, i'm sorry hear uh uh too much from him in regards to his response of what was going on between he and vince back then or whatnot but he said at first it was pretty cordial um it it later leaked into to more uh due to the rumors you know that we all as kids came up with uh apparently uh Macho Man possibly sleeping with Stephanie uh, uh, when she was uh, uh, in her teenage years or whatnot. Not 100% sure if that was true or not, but uh, that was, you know, one of the beliefs. Um, but we know about uh, Ultimate Warrior strong arming for more money and was not going to do SummerSlam if he didn't get the money and whatnot. We know about Bret Hart's uh, uh, contract situation and the, the beef with Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels' issue with, with Bret Hart, but also with with uh, Van Vader, uh, Big Big Van Vader, stuff like that. Um, but the way these things were conducted, you know what I'm saying? If they, where business was handled, not only was it handled by the, the, the higher-ups, but it was also handled by uh, the wrestlers. The wrestlers, you know what I'm saying, whether it be giving receipts in matches or whatnot, they develop their own counsel to get things worked out in the locker room. And we all know that Undertaker, you know, was was the guy who, who led that. He was the guy who spearheaded that. AEW doesn't have a foundation like that. And unless the veterans are kissing the younger guys butts and whatnot it seems as if they don't want to listen to anybody else and that's what's going to run aew down aew is going to eventually look like what tna was for a while i mean right now the matches are not too heavy for me in terms of interest. It's a spot fest. I'm not sure if you all watched Collision just the other night. 
but look at what they have done to the Canadian destroyer finisher. It's no longer a finisher now. I love Orange Cassidy, but those guys did four Canadian destroyers like back to back. And they stood up after all of them, except for the, the last one finally. They destroyed that finish. AEW has become more of a spot fest. And dealing with the, the internal issues is just is just a recipe for disaster. Tony Khan doesn't just Tony Khan didn't even have issues with CM Punk from his own words, but he did have issues with other wrestlers, Miro. Eddie Kingston, Andrade, uh, Kiss before, you know what I'm saying, Kiss got let go, and the list goes on and on. I do think that people need to open their eyes. I don't think it's a conspiracy theory. I really do feel that the Young Bucks played the long game and CM Punk didn't see it, and he, he played right into their hands. I think that a lot of this stuff was planned, not, not planned it, to the letter, so to speak, but planned in order to push him out. My, my question to this day, though, is just why? Like, why is it that they just didn't want CM Punk there? Why, why did they not like him being in the spot that he was in? Because he is a top draw. I don't understand it. Like he is a top draw anywhere he goes. He gets you talking about the business. He gets you talking about whatever company he's associated with. For some odd reason, I don't know. I don't understand why. But they did they didn't want him there. Still don't want him there, but yeah, they didn't want him there. And it has bled over into this. This is not me absolving uh, CM Punk of any wrongdoing. I'm not doing that. I didn't do that in when I spoke about the WWE situation either. But I do think it's it's sad that people are are cool or fond with the the Bucks having the control that they have and treating this like back in high school and getting away with it. These are people's livelihoods that you're messing with. Their income and everything. People have a passion for this, a love for this, and it's being destroyed off of what exactly? I don't know. I don't understand. I don't get it. Um, this is going to be part one. For those who have listened, I appreciate you taking the time to do so. We are going to do a part two, and in part two, I'm going to dive into even more information associated with this, but also I would like to get you all's responses. I would like to hear back from you all, and I will definitely address you all via the podcast. And if you want to join, you can definitely email at tknhouseent at gmail.com. That is the letters T-K-N, the word house spelled out H-O-U-S-E-E-N-T, the letter E-N-T at gmail.com. I would love to have you on. You can send me questions. You can send me your opinions. You can send me your viewpoint. And I will definitely address them accordingly. But in the meantime, in between time, I want to thank you all for your time. Part one 
of the CM Punk Fired AEW Podcast. Tune in next time. time and really enjoy CM Punk while he's here because he's not going to be here much longer. Fragile mind, fragile ego, fragile body. Like, follow, subscribe. Support the brand.